I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Yo, VIP. Let's kick it. And listen, ice is back with my brand new invention. Something grabs a hold of me tightly, flow like a harpoon daily and nightly. Will it ever stop? Yo, I don't know. Turn off the light. And here we are on a Wednesday night. <laughs> Isn't it so exciting? I just walked in the door. I know. I came love downstairs. it. I love you for doing this. I'm here. I'm. Uh, disclaimer. Okay. I just did a podcast. I've drank that much bourbon. Oh my god. <laughs> So to be completely upfront, any any time I've drank a good portion of Old Forester bourbon, we've had amazing podcast. Uh crap! Don't don't put the pressure on us like that. It's no pressure. I was gone for an hour. <laughs> um, that? I called Juan. Yeah, I pulled the old uh, Bert Kreischer from Two Barrel. Let's Facetime Juan. You Facetime Juan for just for fun, just to <laughs> check on him. He had COVID, so oh, how's he doing? He's he's out of quarantine. He's good, okay, kind of like you. I'm so happy that you're better. I was low key worried about you. Really? Yes. First of all, I in the last decade, I've encouraged Abby to sleep as much as she can. Ulterior motives. I won't lie. I like to be able to sleep when I want. So I feel like if I encourage her to, she will encourage me when I want to. <laughs> and tonight she did. Like, I'm pretty sure I have COVID right now, but... Oh, my God, don't say that. I mean, I've had so many tests that were negative. Like, we're just letting it roll. I, oh. And I've had a good bit of bourbon, which I feel like kills everything. I don't think it works that way. Uh, okay. I mean, are you a doctor? Nope. I went to the doctor today. Yep. So, I'm a I, 41-year-old obese man uh-huh. who has hypertension. Yes. Like, And I never thought I would have hypertension, but... Her, her, how would I say this? Hereditarily, yes. like it, it runs in the family. It does. Yeah. So my mom has hypertension. Yeah. Connie, shout out, love you. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, Connie. So I went to the doctor two weeks ago. Well, I, maybe I need to change doctors. Let's just air this out. Oh my god! <laughs> so I, much is happening. <laughs> I go to the doctor two weeks ago, right? And like it's for just for a physical, but I I realized my blood pressure is getting high because when I got COVID tested, not the last time, but the time before that, they're like, "Oh, your blood pressure is high." I was like, "Well, no shit, I'm sick." You're sick again. I am sick again. Ah, I'm sick again. <laughs> but so I go, and this my doctor, he's a do right. He's not an MD. He's a do. I don't know what that means. It- Charlie's first doctor was a do. It's. Something holistic? Yes. Okay, gotcha. Keep going. I feel, and I don't want to put words in his mouth, but I feel like he's a COVID denier. Not a denier, but it, like he's like, everybody's going to get it. We'll flesh it out. Everything's going to be fine. Okay, like, so he's cool. moderate. He's moderate in yeah. his, I think, 
he's like, you know what? All this freaking out in the beginning. Not so much now. You all had like those kind of conversations? Well, I, I just get that vibe, to be honest. Oh, you're making stuff up. <laughs> okay, just, yeah. but he, carry on. He did say everybody's going to get it. It's going to normalize. It'll be like having the flu. Okay. Um, I, I don't think anybody doesn't believe that. Right. And and we're in a time right now where if you remember in the beginning of the pandemic, if you knew somebody got COVID, it was like a big deal. Now, I, I know more people that's had COVID than I did. Sure. Didn't have COVID, which in this house even sure, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. Um. So anyway, I go to the doctor. I get my blood work. You know, I refills. thought you said they lost it. So let, let me finish. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love you. Okay. Um. So I go today, and like I'm nervous. Like I told Abby, I've been having anxiety. Like people are like, oh, hypertension, the silent killer. And I'm like, well, fuck. I'm, that's how I want to die silently. I don't want to go screaming or anything. <laughs> Jeez. You know, and I just want to put it out there. I don't want like a, a prolonged sickness. Stop. Get, carry on. Go back to the doctor. I don't want to have this conversation <laughs> with you again. It stresses me out and I don't sleep. Okay. Anyway. Oh <laughs> Sorry. I, so I go today and um, I get there and my blood pressure, it's, it's high. Like it, it's just high. I have hypertension. I have high blood pressure. Did they put a bigger cuff on you? They did it on my on my arm. I don't think that's accurate. So, and I said that too. I was like, I don't know if this works. I was like, this is not how I take my blood pressure at home. They need a bigger cuff. Why do they not have a bigger cuff? Let me finish. Okay. <laughs> so the doctor comes in. He's like, your well, your blood pressure's high. I was like, well, no shit. I was like, listen, I'm I'm gonna speak my truth. Sometimes I pop two or three of my blood pressure medicine just to. Oh my god. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, that's fine. He's like, but it has to be consistent. I was like, I'm just telling you. Like you think I don't feel like it's working. I was like, I've got this huge anxiety about my blood pressure. Like to the point where like I think I'm gonna die. And he's like, That's not good. He's like, that will raise your blood pressure. He's like, trust me when I say we will regulate it. Like you're okay. So like that helped me out a little bit, right? Okay. Like I felt better. He's like, You're you're not bad. Like you're not gonna die. I was like, All right, cool. He's like, Did you get your blood work done? I was like, Yeah, it was like four minutes after you told me last time. He's like, We don't have it. I'm like, well, shit. And it's <laughs> 900 degrees in this bitch. And I'm like, <sighs> you know, I'm just over it. Yeah. So he go, like, they go to find yeah. it. They send a student, a uh, med student in. Yeah. To take my blood pressure in the meantime. She puts it around my arm, yeah. like the upper arm. It's way too small. I'm like, that's too small. She's like, I'll be all right. She's like, I, I really don't know how to work these newfangled ones. I'm like, bitch, it's 2022. Like, you should know how to work. <laughs> like, I can work this. Turn it around. I'll run it. You know, no offense. She's a med student. I feel like I'm a med student too. Oh my god, I'm a student at least. Right. So anyway, fifty percent. So she turns it on. It pops off my arm. <laughs> <laughs> like to the point where the connector into the cuff pops off. What did you say? Did you say? <clears throat> <clears throat> I said I hate to say I told you so. <laughs> she said, "Well." And so the the nurse comes in. She's like, "No, you need to do it on his forearm." I can't. I was like, "I didn't even flex." I was like, "I could flex and bust every cuff in here." <laughs> like, because you know me, when it comes to being like, I have to be funny awkward. or awkward. Like, I have to put on a little show. Yeah, do a little entertainment. Did you show him your asshole pics? <laughs> well, they said so. Apparently, when I went last year, I had him check. Like, he checked my asshole. Yeah. And they're like, do you still need this hydrocortisone cream? I was like, oh, no, no, I'm good on that. <laughs> so 
Anyway. Oh my god. Uh, in the meantime, they're looking for my blood work. So they come in like, hey, we need we need to prick your finger, test your AC one levels. I'm like, do I got diabetes? A one C. Whatever it is. AOC. A one C. Whatever. <laughs> uh so they they prick my finger. I'm like, ow. I like I make a big dress. She's like, that hurt? I was like, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my god. Again, it's 900 degrees. I told the lady, I was like, I'm about to take my shirt off. I was like, I'm sorry. Like, it is so hot in here. I was like, I feel like I'm going to die. Like, this is. Uh, my. Oh, my God. <laughs> and she's like, so oh. dramatic. She's like, You're okay, honey. It's okay. So, anyway, they just. So, she pricks my. And my obviously, blood comes to the top. I was like, That look like diabetes blood. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, It looks like blood, honey. I was like, I just wonder. I don't know if you could tell, like, how it looks. <laughs> so. They find my blood work. The doctor finally comes back in. I'm texting Abby during this. I'm like, no, this sucks. He comes back in. He's like, I got your blood work. And this is the same speech I've got other than the blood pressure for the last at least 15 years. Oh, my God. And and I'm being honest. Your cholesterol looks good. Everything, All your blood work looks good. You just have hypertension. I'm like, all right, cool. He's like, you need to lose weight. And again, I'm like. Doc, I'm 41. I've been big my whole life. No disrespect. No shit. (laughs) And like my doctor, he looks like he's 12. He's not, but like he looks super young. Yeah. Uh, And I made fun of him because he had like a little clip on top of his head to keep his mask pulled up. Oh my God. Anyway. So he's like, Hey, we're going to up the dose on your mask. He's like, he's like, Please, when I tell you that we will fix this, we will fix this. Like he's he's being very like real. Yeah, he's like yeah. it's it's not that big of a, he's like, I just want your number on your top number to go down like eleven points. Okay. I'm like, cool. He's like, but you need to lose weight and eat right. I was like, Well, no shit. <laughs> I was like, Do I need to be vegan? He's like, I he's like, you just need to eat right. I don't <laughs> like he doesn't know how to, and the and the poor med student. Is like like she she legit's probably fourteen years old uh-huh. like little Doogie Hauser in there yeah and she's just looking at me I'm like where you go to school at <laughs> she's like you Pike and I was like is that real medical school oh my like, god <laughs> so oh <laughs> uh, my god so anyway <sighs> like I I call Abby I'm sitting out in my car waiting to go pick up Harlan and I just I just told this on the, this last podcast yeah. with, with David. I was like, do I want to go vegan? Like, I'm thinking of like how, what extreme. Granted, if you know, if you're a dietitian or nutritionist, you like, you know, it's small ch- incremental changes mm-hmm. to the equal. Big I literally change. just watched something about that and read something about the small change. But I'm like, you know, maybe I just need to like go on a all tomato juice diet. I don't know tomato juice. Yes, because <laughs> you love tomatoes. That would right. be it. That would be perfect. So, all this to say. <laughs> I got high blood pressure. I do not like going to the doctor, and I got to go back in two weeks. So we're gonna be okay. We're gonna, yeah. When do you start taking more medicine? I can take two of what I've got now. That's what he said. Just take two. No, he called me a new prescription, but he said until like I've not got that text from Kroger saying it's ready. Oh, gotcha. And that's a whole other thing. I went to Kroger the last time. Maybe it was for Harlan's medicine, and there's legit like two people working in there. Like the pharmacist, the one checking me out. I was like. Um, don't you have people that do this? Yeah, like, he's like, man, we're we're short staffed. I was like, man, I'll come back here and answer the phone. Pretend like they got the wrong number. <laughs> it's so bad. I feel so sorry for him in jobs like that because you need a very specific skill set, and 
you know, whereas, like I said on the last episode in teaching, we're just like, hey, do you breathe? Are you breathing? <laughs> yeah, can you? Uh... Are you breathing? Come on in. Watch these kids. Yeah. But apparently with medicine, we need a little bit higher. Um, I don't know. Tool. Listen. So apparently, I didn't know this until tonight. There's almost 20 seasons of Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. I feel like after three seasons, I could be an ER doctor. You don't remember how in... How... I remember when we watched... Grey's Anatomy. I didn't know it was still going. Yeah, I've I stopped. I stopped so long ago because it was the whole McDreamy McSteve. I don't even know if those people are even still on the show. No, I can't. I don't know. Have you watched it, baby? I used to go. I, I mean, I know right. then, but like in the last five years, I, that's probably when I stopped watching. The last five years, last last four or five years i, I just mean couldn't. i remember you got like the soundtrack like whitney lee gave you the soundtrack. shout yeah. out whitney lee yeah we had the soundtrack like she whitney Brittany, <laughs> and i would oh shit hold on Where they were I? the ones that got me really into it and we uh I, i'll never forget i went up to Brittany lived up here in steph's house and the first time i ever watched an episode like we we just went on a friday night I could hear the football game going. You could hear like the sound, yeah, the sound of the football game. But in between that, we were watching this, and I'm standing behind them because, like, I know them, but I don't, I don't know them well enough to like cry in front of them yet. <laughs> and we're watching it's something. Brittany, bitch. <laughs> I love that sound. Um, we watch. I think it's the first time I ever saw it, and I was like, "Oh, it's Brittany, bitch." Sorry. <laughs> Listen, you've you've corrupted me, Abby. <laughs> So we're laying in bed earlier. Like I, to be honest, I slept about three hours before this podcast, before my last podcast. Like I woke up and went just straight to do a podcast, but she found that it's called my instance, my instance. And she was showing me this and I was like, oh, I can use it on my podcast. I want to use it in my classroom. It's just the soundboard of buttons. And there's maybe three buttons that I can use that are appropriate for school. Oh yeah. These are all, but like that stuff cracks me up. Is I've always wanted to have like a button to push. Emotional no. damage. <laughs> I love that sound. Emotional damage. Anyway, so I got hooked on Grey's Anatomy, and this is you know during the time period when you have to wait until Thursday night to watch Grey's. Um, low key on the sneaky sneak, Brittany and I would stream it sometimes during our planning, Ooh, <laughs> and we would Brittany. get caught up. Um, we would also be in school on a Sunday evening. Like, I can't tell you how many times we would be up there on Sunday evenings working. This was pre-kids. You were. Yeah. yeah. And like, so, when I say Abby was as dedicated as it could possibly, to anything, like, maybe if she had dedicated this to some money-making scheme, <laughs> we'd be, like, if she'd got into Bitcoin back then, we'd be rich. You know, and I look back, and so much of it was playing catch-up because I was also coaching. And, and so the time that most people were, like, staying after school to throw some lesson plans together, I was either going back into Yeah, but school. your day was from from 6 a.m. till 10 p.m. Yeah, it was nuts. You know, so that, in, the in, in our marriage, that was normal. Like, yeah. it, and I worked overnight. So there were many times where, it, like, Abby and I would only see each other, like, two days a week. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Like, she'd be leaving. Like, I can remember vividly. Like getting off at seven a.m., going to bed, and at nine o'clock, this especially right after we got married, 
schools calling, like multiple schools, like, hey, is Abby available? I was like, she's already, she's already there. Yeah. That's when you had the landline, like it was loud as shit. And you're like, Sorry. Fuck. But. Yeah, I think, I look back to that. I, so today, mm-hmm. oh, I don't know if I should tell the story or not. Um, I encouraged someone to take a trip. They, I don't know. The trip. They work, and I was like, look, if I could go back and do anything over, it would have been to tell my 20-something-year-old self to not worry about this place, to not worry about my job, just go. Go somewhere. Like, do what you need to do uh, to make that happen, because you will regret the hell out of it. Maybe not, like, you can justify the shit out of it right now. Yes. But I promise you, you will regret the shit out of this later. And so I just encourage her to go figure it out, take the trip. It was everything else was going to be okay. What's well, like it's so else. true in the fact that you know if you if you know if I die today before my obituary hits, they're trying to fill my position. Sure. Same with you. Like they sure. and even more so immediately for you. Like we got to find a sub tomorrow right. for Abby. She did. You know. Oh my god. I'm just saying, Shit. like in that, but like there's but yeah. no. And I think that's where we're at when we talk about job short, like uh, people, like hiring shortages, mm-hmm. labor shortages, like people value their time more now because Absolutely. they realize that like they've we've been used as commodities for so long. Mm-hmm. And granted, like for me, there I take pride in in the work that I do, mm-hmm. but I've also like in the in the last five years been like, okay, it's not what I do what i'm prepared to do sure you know it's it's not what i do it's what i know how to do whereas you know? and so like my day-to-day and i've always said this i'm very mediocre at my job but when it counts you know what i'm that motherfucker you know i'm that guy <laughs> like nobody that. like you don't want to go to anybody but me and i felt that way 10 years ago at post i feel that way now like it, when it's when it's when we're in how battle, how are you that confident? How did this happen? Because I thrive on that stress. Like I, I have this. I know that. I know. I know that. But how do you have the confidence to say I am the best at my job? I'm that motherfucker. Well, I, I, th- I think you have to. I think you have to be like if you want to do a good job, you have to be confident that you. I don't know. Like I don't be like, like, oh well, I kind of know how. Let me see if I can. No, bitch, like you want any results? I'm like, that guy. I live in the world of I can always be better. I can always be better. For sure. And like I said, on a day-to-day menial task, I'm I am sub-average to average. Like but, when it comes to just normal shit, but when it comes to the nut cutting, when it comes to like I still can't even say that. Like I can't even look at myself and say when shit's going down, I know what to do. Like come to me. I don't have that confidence. Yeah. Or that ability. I feel that, like that way in our friendships too. Like I may be an average friend. I'll text you whatever. But if you need me, motherfucker, I'm right there. Okay, we just talked about last week how we're not the people that drop shit off at people's door. That's not what I'm talking about. Like okay. if you need me, <laughs> there's limits. Like if you got a cold, I'm sorry about your luck. <laughs> but you got some. You got some crisis going on. Gotcha, gotcha, You've gotcha. lost a family member. You're going through a sure. hard time. Gotcha. I'm okay. that guy. Granted. It's not going to be appropriate. No, but uh-huh. but but you know that going in. You know I'm the guy that's going to make you laugh. Right. I'm that dark humor. It's going to be funny. Some people don't need that. Some they don't, but that's why we've got a gamut of friends that there's going to be some like some anyway. adorable friends who are like loving. I'm going to be the guy be like, well. Stop. You know, whatever. <laughs> but I do want the ability. It takes to a village. To, it, takes, it takes a big village. 
I do always envy the fact that you do have that confidence in your job. Um, somebody said something today about who's like, better than you. I don't know. Nobody. There's plenty of people that have more skills than that, I do. But, but in that moment, like, I guess in my job, I don't have these moments that you speak of. Yeah, and and, and I'm constant. on a very. It's very uh, specific. Yeah, like it may I may go months and then it's go time and I'm like, oh shit, let's do yeah, it. I don't have that. It is constant. Like if I got a call right now, I'm on it. Like, like I'll be like, hey, I've had a few drinks, <laughs> but I'm, I'll help you. I constantly have to maintain this, and, and it is you know documented about how like teachers have to make decisions, so many decisions a day. Yeah, constantly. So it's gotta I, be so tiring. I swear, I think one of the reasons I've come home, aside from maybe the illness. And I've been so tired. The virus. The, the virus, the vid. I've been so tired is I spent from Wednesday until Monday not having that day-to-day pressure of thinking and deciding like today. Of I, what you're going to do. Of what I'm going to do. Or just what I'm going to do. Like in the moment. I have a kid like, they were nuts today. When I tell you they were crazy. If you do not believe. You just got to punch one of them in no, throat. If you do not believe that that the weather, the barometer of the weather changes a child's personality. You have never been around kids. More so than the Zodiac? No. Listen, this is not Mercury and re- Mercury. Mercury and retrograde. <laughs> this is, they They had this sense that a storm was coming. Why are we working today? Why you know we, we're going to be off we're, tomorrow. We're gonna be off to, well, this is stupid. Why are we doing this? I was like, what in the heck is wrong with you Because I said so. I'm like, get your. Does that work? Out. Like, I feel like that's going to be my oh, go-to in education. Um, I don't do because I said so. I just say really ridiculous things, and they're just like, why you got? Why you got to say that? Like, I am getting ready to take today. Oh my god, I'm going to do this. It's going to be an awful sound. The crunching of the water bottle. Yeah. I was like, I swear to God, the next water bottle I hear, I am shoving it down your throat. Would you quit with the water bottles? And they're like. I'm like collecting water bottles. Put them up here. Put them up here right now. Like they're insane. Put them in the recycle bin. They're ins- we don't have one. They are insane. I will never shove a water bottle down a kid's throat. Under it. I say the most absurd things to them because it's funny and they know I won't do it. So, but you feel like you can do that and the shit that I say, you don't feel like that'll work in education? No, because you and I are two totally different persons. Because I'm I also, mean it? Because I also am like giving hugs as they walk out the door. I'm not a hugger. <laughs> Like there, there is the. I I have a set of Lisa Frank stickers that have like unicorns and puppies inside a teacup that I hand to kids regularly. Like that this is where we are. Really they adore it. You think I'm kidding? They love. They're like, I got a big sticker today. <laughs> like some days they only get like the little tiny frogs, and they're like, I got a full. sticker. You buy these? Yeah. Oh. I find the most ridiculous stickers you can, and they adore them. They think they're like oh, that's I, sweet of you though. It's so funny. We right now are on a gold star system. They pick this gold star chili. Gold stars for when they read so many pages of a book. Each class has their own little setup. They want so that's their motivation to. I'm literally just giving them a gold star. <laughs> that's it. There's no grade attached to it. It's like it. twenty five cents for a hundred of them. They are like, can I go put a gold star by my name? I read fifty pages. Yeah. Yeah. This is also the second grade. They love. I love that you're they on red it. today, Billy. <laughs> you're not supposed to do clip charts anymore, apparently. Really? Yeah, like the public shaming of like clipping down and telling kids like where they the stand. The pussification on of our children. 
it's a thing. It's a thing on Teacher Talk. Uh, you gotta you gotta look into that. People don't use clip charts. You're supposed to like naturally create an environment of respect and rapport where kids behave because that's what you expect of them is to behave. That sounds like it. Like I expect okay, I to be a millionaire. Can I tell you though? I haven't written one freaking detention in three, you're soft. four years. I, I'm not. I'm not soft. I, like, a kid has to do something really stupid, and I, yeah. I just handle it. Like, I don't have to do those things. I get that. And it's great, because I don't have the ability to keep up with paperwork <laughs> to do that. <laughs> I, my organizational like, skills I, are not Like, I tried it when I first started. Like, when middle school, we had to do those things a lot. But when I came to high school and I'm trying to do it, I'm like, is that your first or second infraction? I have no idea. I have no idea. So I just don't do it anymore. I just talk I can't to keep them. up with how shitty you are, so you're off the hook. I just talk to them. Like, if they've done something so bad, I call a principal and say, hey, you know, this is what happened. What's our next step? What do you want to do? And they'll handle it with me. And if a kid knows that I've had to go to a principal for you, you suck. You screwed up. But I'm still going to love you. And talk to you the next day. Yeah. But. It's crazy. This whole world's crazy. We are in a situation. I really wanted to get to verbalize this. Oh, no. What, who's we? Us. We, yeah. Or, I mean, our area. We're looking at, in the next couple of days, maybe some ice and snow and mix. So, Abby texted me today. She's like, we need this pot. This is how we're going to heat the house if the electric goes off. Okay, time out. So first, in my head, I didn't think anything of it. I'm like, as long as we stay warm, I can I can deal with everything else. If the electricity goes out, we will be fine. We'll have candles. Yeah, Abby's like, if the electric goes out, will the heat still work? In my head, I was like, we have gas heat, so we're fine. It takes electric. Yeah, the electric is the blower. <sighs> so I was like, well, shit. Which kid will we eat first if we got down to that? I'm not eating a kid. Uh, we'll eat you first. Why do we have to eat a kid? I feel like I'm diseased. <laughs> like, oh, that's a, he If we gamey. cut you open, you'd be like the turkey on a Christmas vacation. Like, <laughs> you'd like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I have decided... Like, I don't know what this is about me. She's a prepper guy. But it soothes you, so go ahead. It is. It does. It just makes me feel better that knowing... <laughs> There's, we can do something. I can do something. I just listened to a podcast by Kate Bowler on this. There are people that in the face, up, Kate? You, you take action. And that is your go-to is like before you even think about the emotional undertakings of something, your first idea is like, what's the best step we can take right now? Let's go do something. Let's do something about it. And I'm, I take action on things. Um Sometimes I love to a that fault. though, but sometimes to a I'm fault. not. I'm the layback. Let's see what happens. I it's sometimes to a fault. So I call Gary and I'm like, Here, here's this little thing that we can do. We don't have a generator. We don't have a thousand dollars to go get a generator. I don't even know what propane is. To be a hundred percent honest, Hank Hill sells propane. I don't know what it and is. Propane accessories. I think is that what's on our gas tank out on our grill? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I know it's that, but I don't know how you run a heater on propane. I know nothing about this. If we ever had like a fireplace, I wouldn't know how to start a fire. Just, it'd be awful. Anyway, I found on Pinterest, and I've seen this before. I think when all those people were stuck in that ice storm in Texas right. last year, somebody showed you take a terracotta 
um, flower pot, you flip it over, you put some candles under it, but you got to create a space between the candles, obviously, and the, you can't just, you have to have air. Right. It's got to have like some exhaust. Yeah. So, and it will heat up a small room enough to create some heat that you can keep a room small. So I've already designated our bedroom as the spot if shit goes down <laughs> and we lose heat for a while, we can wear our layers and we're all going to snuggle in bed and stay warm. That's my plan. I also, this is also where my brain goes. I had to buy some slippers, <laughs> some fuzzy ones. Well, you've been talking about it for a while. So. I've been really wanting some fuzzy slippers to keep my feet warm. But mm. that's, you know, ice is coming. I've got slippers and a terracotta pot. So a coworker sees me in Lowe's. I'm like, hey, Jim. He was like, uh, uh, you're prepping with a terracotta pot? And I'm like, no, no, no. It's a heat source. He was like. Gotcha. Sure it is. <laughs> like, no, I'm going to go plant some flowers. But, like, there are people, like, they're almost out of generators. They have this sign at Lowe's that's, like, all cells on generators are final cells. So I guess some people are going out, buying generators, taking them home just in case, mm-hmm. and then going to try to bring them back <laughs> if it doesn't, you know, if they don't end up needing it, which I'm like, Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. That's, which is a little, I don't know how I feel about that because good for you for being prepped, but also maybe somebody who really does need that generator needs it. What's a generator? I don't even know what a generator is or how it works. That's another thing. What's it run on? Gas. You just pour gas into it? Yeah. That's going to be nasty. Like you put uh, it outside, oh, yeah. You put it outside your house mm-hmm. and you plug things into plug it? Plug things into it, yeah. That's all you do? Yeah. Like it's not going to run the whole house. You just Unless run you had like, like a big, like Walmart has the big ass generators and stuff. So You just run something. Like I'm not into the ice. Like if we got snow, here's the thing. I think it's thing. snow and, and, we, and this is, it's kind of what's pissing me off in 2022. <laughs> Oh, grinds my gears. Here's what grinds my gears this week. All right. No routine. I can't keep, you know, like. I'm with you. You know, with the kids. Charlie's been on the, probably the most routine of all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, but even like trying to hold myself accountable to a routine has been so shitty. I think that's been my problem since 2020. Is it's all been to shit since then. <laughs> I don't know. I sat down and I made a little calendar in my, it's kind of like a bullet journal thing. Mm-hmm. 
where I know I've got my Fitbit and it tells me like what I've been doing, but I made four little goals and I'm just going to track non-judgmentally mm-hmm. what, how much I do these four things in February. So my little boxes, how many days do I eat in a calorie deficit? Well, for two days in a fucking row, I've not counted my calories because I need to do that regular. I can probably go back and do it tonight. I kind of know everything I've eaten. Um, how many days that I either do 30 minutes of movement or mm-hmm. get 10,000 steps right. or, or both. Is whatever. it easier to get 10,000 steps at school? I am. It, it's easier to get them, but I still don't get them. I average more like 7,000 steps because by the time I get home, I'm like, eh, I'm done. Um, I understand that. I don't sit a lot. I sit with kids a lot during my classroom. So I move, 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 and then I sit down. Um. I've told myself, like, in between classes, I need to just make myself walk down the hall and back really fast. Right. But anyway, um, drinking water, and I'm really trying to concentrate on my sleep, and I just can't get there. I'm, sleep's a hard one because, I don't know, I've never been good at sleep. Are, you're saying this with a straight face. Like, I've never been good at, like, a routine, like... Oh, I'm a sleeping gonna, routine. I'm yeah. Like, you are great at sleeping. Yeah, once what I fall asleep, I'm good. But sometimes it's like that hard. Mm. I don't know. Like, I've, I've went through fate where I'll stay up all night, and then I'll fall asleep at 5 o'clock the next day. Like, yeah. it's never a a good routine. Right. I was going to go to bed early tonight when we were podcasting, but I, could, I still can. I still got time yeah. to get my seven hours in. So, since we're not. Yeah, you don't have to have a Zoom till 9. Right. I just have to. Which I don't think the ice is going to hit us. By in the morning, you know, no. it's, it's like 50 degrees outside. Yeah, I think we'll be okay, but. I don't know. I'm with you on this routine thing. Like, I think it changes and, and matters. And maybe there are people who, maybe the successful people know how to keep a routine in the midst of chaos or in the midst of. Um, yeah, I mean, to be that disciplined, I think that's what it is, is the discipline, you know, is is sticking to it come hell or high water. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm the first, I'm so weak-minded most of the time that the first time of adversity kind of folds. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, the first thing I'll probably do is eat shitty. Um, or, you know, I'm all about like, yeah, I can justify not going to the gym today. But once I get there, I'm great. That's the, and that's the, you know, you eat good, you feel good. Yeah. You go to the gym, you feel good. But it's that, that getting across that threshold, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I ate like such shit while I was sick, <laughs> like just crap. I told you to bring like we live in a world of convenience food, you yeah, know. Like, yeah. I wanted Gary to bring kale home. I really, I love like salads with kale in them. I don't understand it; it's a thing. And I'm like, I really want like chopped kale. Like they make. Pre-made salads. I got like the power salad that had kale in it. So he brings home entire salad with entire leaves in it, not chopped whatsoever. I was like, he goes, "Is this it?" I was like, "Perfect, (laughs) you did, you did it." I could, but I've already get what you get, and you don't throw a fit. That's right. I but I watch these people, and they're like, "I'm making this big salad for today." I'm like, "How?" And they're chopping on their vegetables, (coughs) and they're. I don't think I have time. To do all of that, I can I can throw a salad together from a bag. Yeah, I can do that all day long. Those suckers are like three and four dollars a piece, but this like fresh salad, and then they make their own freaking salad dressing. 
Come on now. No. I guess it's just priorities. Is and it? obviously mine have been way off for the majority of my life <laughs> when it comes to health. And I get that, and I hear you on that in priorities, but I do feel like I'm working really hard all the time. Yeah. Like, I feel like I don't... And I've when it comes to your like, health. Well, yes. yeah. I'm not doing everything I can because it's so easy to be like, oh, I got to do this other thing first because there's like a consequence for that. It's that bitch voice. I'm a bitch. So. No, 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 no. It's your bitch voice. I don't know you have that. your I, bitch voice and your I boss voice. I don't like the term bitch voice. And I've said this before. I, let's call it something else. But I, I don't mean, you can not it like voice. it, but that's what it is. It's not. No, I don't think it has to be a bitch. Because that indicate What it are you be associating your with that? Voice. You're not calling it an asshole voice. Well, you can. I mean, you can. Those are interchangeable. Well, I know. That's why I don't like calling it. But call it an asshole voice, but not a bitch voice. Okay. Because it sounds like it has to be weak because it's feminine because bitch is feminine. I've never discriminated my my use of bitch, whether it be male or female. Probably more male. But I think you've used it. I'm sure you use it on males as an insult because you're trying to attribute feminine weaknesses to them. Oh, I would because it's so natural for you. That's such a natural mentality for you. Maybe I need to clean up my vocabulary. Maybe that, that's a focus. That's where we're going to start. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Thou art. <laughs> oh, my God. I had to say the word bequeath today in class. Bequeath? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was like, Shit. This is where I've never mentally matured. Because <laughs> I would be that. Because. Did you say queef? <laughs> Just just to clarify, you and said quit. The entire table laughed. I was like, you're going to have to quit. And they're like, who even says that? That's not a word. I'm like, hey, it's a word. It is bequeath. Bequeath upon you. Stop. Stop whatever you're thinking. <laughs> Stop it now. Because I have to get through this passage. Oh, it was awful. And so I react in my head and have to fight that back while teaching and keeping a straight face because I live with you. I know exactly wow. where other the the sixteen year old brain's going. Is, I mean, you're not wrong at all. <laughs> That's some truth. It's horrible. <sighs> I don't know. I've said some really stupid shit while teaching too. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> Turn to page sixty nine. No, no, no. When I fir- my first year at middle school, we were reading a play, and one of the characters' name was Peter. <gasps> Peter, Peter, pumpkin eater. And so some kids were absent, and so every day, like, there was a student who played Peter. The kid who played Peter was absent, and another kid was absent. And I was like, oh, I need someone. Uh, I need, um, guys, I want to need an Ann today, okay? I'm going to need a Peter today. Set. Guys, ah, yes, you Peter did. is absent. I'm going to need a Peter. I need a Peter. I said, I was like, Jesus, quit saying it. Stop. That's like a that's a prank call to Moe's right there. Yes. Everybody. Amanda hug and kiss. Is there a man to hug and kiss in this class? I need I need a Peter. Um Yeah. Listen, I got really excited today. Okay. Perusing the internet and I see what's the best part of the Super Bowl? The ads. Correct. Or or halftime. Depends. This year probably both. Right. That uh, I don't get I'm to not, see. Yeah, you're you're gonna <clears throat> So I see this spoiler for this is a spoiler. This is a rumor. Okay. 
It says Marvel has a 40-second ad for the new Doctor Strange movie. Right, and it's for into into the multiverse or madness of the multiverse, whatever it is. Bunch of rumors going around, like Tom Cruise is going to play Iron Man. Like there's a whole yeah. So it says the money shot. This is the money shot is what the commercial supposed of this commercial of this preview. A man reaches down, grabs the Captain America shield. Pan two. You're pointing at me like I know things. Jim Halpert. Jim. John Krasinski. Yeah. Who originally auditioned for Captain America, but was not selected. Really? Yes. I think he'd be a great Captain America. I do. And now I do. Yeah. Like, probably then, no. I love that. I might actually. Have and I got super excited. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> it's Jim. There's a meme about that. Like, Jim can play, like, all these different roles, and it's still like, that's Jim Halpert. <laughs> It's not even but I think he embraces that. Yeah. Like. Uh, why not? You know, he tells the story of he was about to, he was in New York, he's waiting tables, whatever, or maybe he's in LA, whatever, waiting tables. He was going to give it like a year to mm-hmm. see if his acting career took off. And his year was up and he called his mom. He's like, hey, I'm going to come home, whatever. She's like, just give it a little more time. That's cool. And then he gets to the office. That's awesome. So. Good on her. Shout out to Krasinski's mom. That's so cool. I, I am sure that's really hard. And I always admire these. Like you talk about these kids who are streamers, and you know you got to embrace the struggle of all of it. Right, right. I, like even I listen to Kate Bowler, and every single time, like as a writer, and everything, like her dad was so influential. Like these parents that are just like supportive. They, be- they yeah. believe in their kids, and they're supportive, and they say, "Let's here's what you need to do." So to you know, to know that your kid's like struggling, waiting tables. And there's a a, a a parental instinct that you don't want them to fail. You want to You want them, them to take like the safe route. Right. It is, it is, that has become, I mean, it's, it's meme worthy and people joke about it now, but it is detrimental. It is just killing the, the maturity. And I don't mean maturity like you're, when we talk about maturity with you, <laughs> But the ability to develop, it's almost abusive in the way that parents come in so fast to save their kid. Like you were literally stunting the development of your kid. I know one of your favorite psychologists, Jordan Peterson, mm-hmm. says that you have to let your you have to have let them be in calculated dangerous situations. <laughs> I'm sorry, I thought of the have I not shown you the TikTok with that? No. There's a, it's his voice saying calculated dangerous situations and a kid has a helmet on and he's ramming a sheep, a goat. <laughs> but like, you have to let them do that. Like, yeah. and, and, but, and he says your parental instincts are don't let them get hurt, but this is the, how they learn. This is the best right. way they learn. Right. So Charlie had this stupid ass issue with like being friends wanted to do one thing. She kind of wants to do this other not really like it was kind of stupid it's just so dumb my instinct to want to control the situation text the moms of the girls and be like what's the situation this is what they're saying but you're saying this like gather them up let's all be like be honest about this. emotional damage so damn loud <laughs> um so my i mean having to the point of having the text typed out and saying, and I finally stopped, and I'm like, oh, before you send this 
Charlie, and she's crying and sobbing, and she said this, and they said that, and they, you know, and I'm like, okay, okay, stop texting. Number one, this has exceeded a conversation via text. Use your voice box. Go to your room and call your friends. Call them and say, because she's like, what do I say? I say, say, I feel like when I hear you say this, it makes me feel like this. Yeah. And just get that out there. And it's not even 10 minutes later, she comes out of her room. Happy. Happy, laughing. We're going to do this. We've got it all figured out. And, And I thought, shit, I was so ready to pounce on that helicopter and I know mama, I, and I know better. Yeah, but it was so fr- it was frustrating. So part of it came very much frustra- so. frustrating because you're trying to look at this kid and you're like, "Would you just fucking listen to me and do what I say?" <laughs> you gotta I, let them learn on their own. But you can't. You cannot. That is the most frustrating thing. Is I'm like trying to shake sense into her, but it is it is completely. There is no way for them to learn unless they figure it out themselves. And so you have to put them in these put them in these situations to learn. Otherwise, they don't, and they are just so developmentally stunted and emotionally stunted. And then, you know, I look at kids who are in just such psychotic relationships because they've not had these opportunities to like figure shit out on their own. Yeah, I'm of the parental strategy: fuck around, find out. <laughs> if no, or now that I'm a scholar, okay, I like this term. Test the hypothesis at your earliest convenience. <laughs> yes, I love that. I love that. <laughs> but yeah, so as parents and the parents that are listening know, like you always want what's best for your child, but you also have to give them that freedom to fuck up. Mm-hmm. And it sucks. It sucks. And I, I was really judgy about it pre kids. You know, like why? But you know, I feel that. But I also. I, as much as I say, like, I want to set you, like, I want to step in and help her and do things. There's a lot of me that's like, I can't believe how intrusive other parents yeah. are. Like, it's insane to me. Like, the things. And y'all parent your kids how you want. Like, you, they're I mean, your kids. Yeah, but. But know that. But like, also. The you trauma don't... I've inflicted on Charlie. <laughs> Jesus. Like, maybe it will impart some wisdom on her, but. I feel like it's gonna make her stone cold biatch. <sighs> Something, and I'm good with really that. Really funny comedian, either or. Yeah, he got me a little trouble to be a stand up comedian. Yeah. Hey, we're going to uh, next week. Going to a comedy off Broadway. Yeah, yeah. Um, Seen Namesh Patel. Don't know anything about him. I listen to him on the Joe Rogan podcast. Is he funny? Uh, I think he does a lot of crowd work, like questions and answers. And oh God! Like, like he's got some jokes. I'm going to hide. That is not my gig. And I feel like Lexington, Kentucky is not his demographic. Like, he's okay. an Indian dude. Like oh, jeez. On a Monday night. Yeah, that's a weird, it's a weird time. But I'm, da- like, I'm. But I. So I, I went down go. a rabbit hole of, like, his stand-up. And he's he's funny. Yeah. But, like, not. You know the comedy I like. Right. Obscene. Dark. Yeah. He's not. Is he's he a storyteller? A little bit. like. Okay. Like I said, mostly crowd work. He's he asks people like they ask him questions. I um, you know, and there's a time I've been like, it's a school night. We can't go out. We can't. Yeah. But why not? It's what seven o'clock. Like we'll yeah. be home. Be home by ten o'clock. Right. Get a babysitter. I it's got all good. so I had to run this by Abby. 
our boy Jason hooks like he's like, Hey, me and my neighbor are gonna go see Tom Segura in Louisville. You wanna go? Mm. I was like, Yeah, he's like, the only thing is it's a boys' night out. And 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 I struggle with that because like Abby loves Tom Segura just as much as I do. Mm-hmm. And and also said you need to call Seth. Like Seth's a big fan too. Yeah. And so we hooked it up, so it's gonna be a boy. I don't know his neighbor, but he about to know me. <laughs> oh jeez. So I'm just disappointed because I didn't get to see Segura in Nashville. Yeah, it's like every weekend this year there's been some kind of weather event like right. snow, so, ice. I am jealous in that in that sense that like I didn't get to see him and you all are gonna get to see him. But as long as I get to see Bert, I think yeah. I'll be okay. I just hadn't seen Segura. Like I've seen Bert. Yeah. We've seen Bert. Yeah. But it will be all good. It will be fun. You guys, I like that you're having that time. Yeah. Y'all need those moments. Well, so we were going to go, and it was relatively, it was much cheaper to go to Nashville than it is Louisville. Really? Yeah, like double the price to go to Louisville. No way. That's crazy. But I would think at the rhyme. Either that or we're in the front row. I, like, I don't know. Could be. Backstage. You're going to yeah. be backstage. You're going to be sit on stage with him. That's how it is basically at a... That's when, at Abby, we did that when we saw Theo Vaughn. We were on the stage. I, my feet were on the stage the entire time. I was kind of nervous. Like, I'm going to trip him. But Theo's so funny. I, I, I don't know. Like, there's this whole... Like, we, we are approaching 100 episodes of our podcast. What right? are we doing right now? Mm. This is 92. That's crazy. Yeah. And there's this whole movement about Joe Rogan on Spotify. Yeah. Which you can listen to right after you listen to this. It's right on the same. Like we we don't have the same deal. The account's <laughs> a little different on Spotify. But, you know, he you can find us and Joe Rogan on Spotify. Right. I find it intriguing is that nobody makes you listen to a podcast. Right. Like nobody is forcing. If you're listening to this right now, nobody put a gun to your head and be like, hey, you got to listen. Like you're listening on your own fruition. And knowing that I heard this and it made great sense. Listening to a podcast is like eavesdropping on somebody's conversation. Mm-hmm. And so to take it as gospel or fact, like me and Abby do our best to be the, the best parents we can, the best humans. And, this podcast really like uh, we bill it as close enough as we're half assed. Yeah, we've got flaws. We but and we want to normalize that for other people. Like right. it's okay that you know nobody's perfect, right? Uh, and if you think you're perfect, chances are you're not, right? You're faking. But it. so like the you know Rogan spreading miss. I've been listening to Joe Rogan for. Six, seven, eight, nine years, like That's for a long time. The thing time. is, I don't think other people had listened to him. Like, and I've heard, I've heard other, you know, comedians and friends of his say, like, he's been on this shit forever, y'all. Like, he's been, yeah, he and he, have you listened to the alien episode? You know? That's like, amazing. So, uh, yeah, it, oh man, I, it is stress. It is, it is, but that people is, are going to, the Joe Rogan, the Jordan Petersons, the, you know, these these deeply thoughtful, insightful podcasts for truth. Mm-hmm. And that's not the case. Like, I don't I don't listen to Joe. I'm like, you know what, that shit, you know, DMT and Elk Me, baby, we rolling. It, it, I mean, it, it highlights, like, obviously something that people are seeking and searching. And that's, that's the case. They're either going to listen to a podcast. Oh, he's got an army of people that will right. fight you over him. Right. I'm like, I don't even think he takes it that serious. <laughs> That's like the I, truth. When 
I watched JRE number one, uh-huh. the very first podcast he ever did. Went back and watched it. It's so dumb. I'm sure. And like even his first 100 are super dumb. But he's having conversations with his friends. And the, and you got to think, he think pioneered. He, if there was no Joe Rogan, there would probably be no close enough. Sure. In all reality. I think I think he he would stand behind more than anything else the value of the long conversation, yeah. the long form conversation. He values that and he just values talking to people. Beyond that, I don't know that he gets up and stands on a soapbox for many other things. He does and then he has opinions about them. And they are they change. They do. But there are some people like I can't deny that there are some podcasts that I'm just like, damn, that part like the um I love the Elizabeth, the the Roper Phelps. Is it Elizabeth Roper? Megan Roper Phelps. The Westboro Baptist. Yeah. But like that is that is such an amazing podcast that I would have never known who she was had she right. not gone to him to be on that episode. You know, and like for to, every crazy Jordan Peterson episode, which I listened to probably the first 40 minutes of the life, and it was so bad. I was like, I'm this just, sucks. Jordan, there's something there that just <clears> it doesn't. It's easy. I mean, that's a drug shit he has on. I, I think, I don't know. He's like, just he not, is extremely intelligent, makes very good is. points. Sure, great. But he just, he just strikes me yeah. in a way that, He's Canadian too, so. <laughs> I don't think that's it. But, I mean, um, it's Terrence, Phillip, Jordan Peterson. So I. I see the crap going on with Joe, Joe Rogan. So, one of my favorite people in the entire world. Neil Young. No. <laughs> Brene Brown. Yeah. Doesn't make a statement. Just says, hey, you're going to notice that our podcast didn't drop this week. That's it. She doesn't say anything else. I'll get back to you soon. Yeah. People lost their shit trying to cancel her. Burning her books. Like because she didn't put out a podcast. Because she didn't put out a podcast. Because she's she has an exclusive Spotify deal yeah. for Daring Greatly and uh, yeah. Brave, the Braving Leadership thing. So did she say why? But she she didn't say anything other than I'm pausing. I'm pausing. I'll get back to you. Well, everyone assumes she's, she's pulling her shit because of Joe Rogan. Because of Joe Rogan. If there was no Joe Rogan, there'd be no Brene Brown okay. podcast. So everyone, I mean. Thousands of hateful, hateful ass comments to her. And I was like, the hell is wrong with people? They're like, how dare you using her own words against her? And you want to dare greatly. How would you do this? And that's what he's doing. And I can't believe you're censoring him. And she's like, so she gets back on yesterday. She's like, hold the fuck up. <laughs> I, well, have all, I have always been very upfront with you all. She just wanted to get her shit right with Spotify and get facts first before she did anything else. She talked to Spotify. Shit was okay. She would never try to censor anybody. If anything, she's the opposite of that and values that. And she comes out and she was like, some of y'all need to go back. And, and like, if you read, she's using her own work to be like, this is what I have said. And this is what I did. The one thing she actually calls podcast pause cast because she's like, we pause around here. That's like her, her thing is like pause, figure it out, then act. And, that's what she did before she made any giant statement or anything else. She just knew that people would say shit if her podcast didn't drop and they would. So she just want to say, you're going to notice. Uh, let me get back to you on that. Yeah. The, Which it, I think was brilliant. 
I would love for everyone in the world, media, other artists, other Do people. Do we need to look into our million-dollar deal? Probably. I would love for, for just human beings in general to pause before you have to run your fucking mouth about something and make a But you get to be anonymous on the internet. Like, you get to be... Yeah. You get... No... Somebody said this the other day. I've never met a hater face-to-face. Right. Nobody's going to come to you. Nobody's going to come and be like, hey, Abby, I I listen to your podcast. It's so shitty. I had a teacher send out... Like, people are bold behind a screen. Hell yeah. I had a new teacher send out a thing of like... shit to my face. Hey, hey... Blah, 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 class. Hey, I don't know, fourth period. So proud of you today. Kid writes back, did I ask? The hell? Like, no, you didn't, but what? Like, would you go up to a teacher? No. And say, did I ask? If a teacher's like, hey, great job today, guys. But that that just boldness and courage behind a screen. Just real talk. Would they do that to a male teacher? Uh, depends. Like, there are hey, some. You yes. want to meet me out back? No, there are some. Let's see. I'm about teachers. to ask you. All right. There are some male teachers. Meet me at Circle would. K, bitch. We'll see how this Circle goes. Circle K. No, no, you meet in the parking lot of Gateway. You know this. Um, <laughs> you know, Bernie Mac says I mean, you fuck punch him right in the throat. <laughs> One year old. <laughs> um, <coughs> I ain't saying you got to go by Bernie Max. You don't have to say. See, now you're going to get canceled. Um, it's already been said. It's not like I'm. <laughs> mate, that's not my idea. But the, but it was nuts to see people who you know a crowd of like what are we what like Brene Brown's freaking demographic, middle aged white women <laughs> yeah. are getting irate because she said Brene, you've changed. <laughs> and they're like, I used, you're going crazy. I'm burning everything. I was like, like Brene once released an entire um, curriculum for teachers mm-hmm. on social emotional stuff. And some teachers noticed some like discrepancies in it. She scrapped. I mean, God knows what she spent in marketing this shit. Yeah. She said, Nope, pull it. We got to figure this shit out. We'll come back to you. It's funny. You say that my, in my human growth and development class, this, this week was socio, whatever you just said. Social, socio-emotional social yeah. emotional learning the fact that you struggle with saying it says so I'm much. a scholar two with podcasts when even when we started this podcast there the business side of podcast wasn't really a thing like we've got like oh, i just yeah. did an ad for for uh amazon music to be completely honest we've made like 19 bucks off Amazon Music. <laughs> Rolling. You know, but there's definitely a business side to it where I get bombarded on Instagram and stuff with um, monetize your podcast. Do the, and like, and I'm sure if we buckled down and like yeah. had a production, had a flow, had, you know, and could incorporate advertisers or whatever, but that's not who we are. Like, the, this isn't for us to make money. Again. Sure, one day it'd be great. Like, we both got fired right is now. The, <laughs> is like, the, shit, boy, we. What's we on will brand? be on an Adam and Eve kick right there. <laughs> oh my god, our our on brand is meh. <laughs> yeah, like we like legit. I said Abby, you want to do a podcast? Yes. She walked down here. I hit I hit record, and we just started right. going. That's not because we and, and here's another thing. Like, and this is the God's honest truth. Like, I enjoy this hour because there's rarely a time that we're not interrupted by Charlie Harlan text phone calls something going on in our life so when we get to sit down and do this 
this is the most enjoyable hour of the week because we get like this is our alone time. Yeah. Like I've been hardcore flirting with Abby for a week. I could have used this time to do some things. Oh my God. Shut the hell up. <laughs> Ridiculous. Ridiculous. But you know what I'm saying? Like we it like it's this worth this it. is like, our this is not us trying to like I do think about people who put out podcasts and and you know they have like you know, a demographic, they have yeah. a production, they know what they want to do. They have, you know, a stick that they stick to or this. Th- that's not us. And we don't. And I've wondered often, like, should we do better? Format at that? It? We, like maybe do just we, do a little section about, but here's the thing like this week. So we released a, a podcast episode Monday, today's mm-hmm. Wednesday. We've had like uh, 450 people listen since Monday. Really? Yeah. Shit. But and so but with that is I know I can count probably 10 people that I know, right? That I legit know could text or call right now that listen to the mm-hmm. podcast. The rest I don't know. It's crazy. I look at like Des Moines, Iowa. I don't know anybody in Des Moines, Iowa. Right. I, don't I don't know anybody in Hi Des Moines, Iowa. You know, like Columbus, Ohio is a big place. Like I don't know anybody in these places. Sure. I maybe I do, but like so, I post the podcast. You don't now because they're probably like, "Shit, he don't know me. He, Screw him." Man, I know him. <laughs> Shit, bro, we went to third grade together up in Elliottville. <laughs> um, but like, I'll post the podcast and then I'll check it when I wake up, and there'll be like sixty people. We've never, we suck at social media. You oh, know, we so go to uh, Instagram dot com forward slash close enough pod. Give us a follow there. We did. We're on Insta. But the thing is, we, like, we don't have some media. Like, it's just we post it and go on about our business. I, and I do. I wonder, like, should we, you know, but the I don't want to. The same reason. Remember when, like, I played it. Oh, my God. The other reason we don't is because you're eating ice on the freaking microphone. What about the fuck I'll be doing? <laughs> um, remember when I, like, dabbled in photography and just I had my pappy's camera I loved it. I like taking pictures. People wanted you to take pictures. And people were like, come take No, 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 no. Because the stress I got from meeting an expectation for something else absolutely drowns me. And I can't do it. Like, I won't sleep until I have friends that are photographers. And I'm like, how the hell do you do this? Because there's this expectation and you're providing this service. and, And there's a part of it that's like artistic and creative and there's an expectation of you when it's like it becomes a product right and so i don't know that i ever want our podcast to have that lingering over it because i think for our relationship it would be too much for us to have to you know put that pressure on like did we did we perform to whatever level maybe if we did podcasts separately like we did our own podcast right that would be different but i think what is wrong? With I don't know. I'm Why did you do that? <laughs> I don't. So, <laughs> speaking of how professional, I'm half drunk right now, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I noticed. And and this is another thing. You came and sat down. It feels like two minutes ago. We're an hour in. Are we really? Yeah. That's crazy. <clears throat> and I, you, crazy some bitches, have been listening to us for. An I hour. really do appreciate you focusing this week, though. Yeah, I mean, I was focused last week, but no, I was you trying literally to, started doing homework halfway through the podcast. I last was weekend. looking to see what I had. That's a priority right now. It, it, but it distracts me so bad. It's not college class kicking my ass. 
if I can't see your face while you're working. Just, I'm, the majority of this podcast, I've been standing up. Yes, you have. Yep. Look at you, stand-up desk guy. Listen, I got to change my life. You're probably going to be vegan. Can you handle that? No. Did you know what's vegan? No. Oreos. Yes, they are. Yes, I do. Abby that. said today we were talking. <laughs> this is legit. <laughs> we were talking about like so. Be, the in two thousand seven, the year before Charlie was born, I lost like eighty five pounds. Yeah. <clears throat> Through counting calories, but the most, but for me at that time, there was everything. Uh, Oreos included. Everything was in a hundred calorie packs, like all that. It was like portioned everything was portioned yeah it probably wasn't great for you but it like i lost 85 pounds and then abby got pregnant you know i got skinny and she's like hey let me hit that and i was like all right she is got that pregnant. what happened I that's how that went in your head do you remember <sighs> olean do you remember olean yeah that was like no like that was in the uh the there were baked chips and, not yeah. baked it wasn't the bake there were there was a chip that had the olean in it that still had the same flavor but like maybe it caused like a little leaky leaky butthole so you would like poop yourself but it really was like, i don't remember that. i mean i i'm, I'm pretty dude, sure we ate it we did like i used we to did eat the bake stuff like i don't know me and my diet the, it was like diet dr pepper 100 calorie oreo packs and they were they weren't oreo so they're oreo crisps they're just like chocolate crisps so yeah. anyway today abby's like we just get 100 calorie packs so they don't make them anymore i've been looking she's like well you know like a snickers is 100 calories yeah. she said we could eat 20 snickers a day there, there are definitely Snickers you can buy at, um, uh, 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 shit, Olean's a community. I don't know how to spell Olean, apparently. Olean chips, here we go. Um, the gut-wrenching Olestra, Olestra chips from the 90s might have been good for us. What the hell? Bring See, them? that's why. Wow. We're talking about Joe Rogan. Wow. Put, okay. Wow, they were called Wow. Do you remember that? Yeah. Oh, 100%, okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yes, I love the Doritos. Wow. Boom, shaka Okay, so you can go to the dollar store because Charlie one night was like, bring me back a Snickers. I really want a Snickers. I'm like, Charlie, we are three minutes from home. We have food at the house. But I had to get Harlan some diapers. And so she's in the Story car whining about a Snickers. And so I see those little 100-calorie ones that they're you didn't. tiny. And so I got one when I checked out because they're like 50 cents. And I get one. And she goes, did you bring me anything? I was like, I got a Snickers. Close your eyes. <laughs> and she was like, are you effing kidding me? So then she like holds it up to her middle finger. She was like flipping me off with the Snickers by her middle finger. And I was like, that's, you're adorable. But you, so I think you can eat 20 of those. I could eat 20 of those a day. Yeah. Stay at my 2,000 calories. Could. Like I remember reading a study of the guy who only ate junk food and lost weight by counting calories. Yeah. Like would eat Twinkies and stuff, but stayed in a caloric deficit and lost weight because that's the science of it. Right. You know, there's a million weight. And I feel like at 41 years old, I've, I've looked into everything. But my I would little, be great at telling you what you should do, but me actually doing it is a whole other story that I need to but my hormone like qualify women, myself to do that. My, my hormone women are like, you got to count, like don't count your calories, count your fiber. That's count right. your Yeah, you can, you're going to be in a caloric deficit because when you actually count your fiber, your magnesium and your omega three, like you're not eating shit, but vegetables. Like Dr. Arnotsky, who, if you don't follow Dr. Arnotsky on Instagram. I'm really impressed you say his name because I do not know how to say that name. I've listened to him talk. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. 
there's several episodes of American Glutton podcast where he and talks. He's on it. Okay. Yeah. So, but he's like, he'll show like uh, keto, carnivore, vegan, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And it goes through the cycle. It's like calorie deficit check. Yeah. yeah like yeah, that's how you yeah. lose weight. Like that's yeah. legit the tried and true. Like some people be like, oh, I can only lose weight if I run five miles a day. No, that's helping your heart, but you're really not burning enough calories. Like it's really your diet. Right. Like everybody says the gym's important, but you're, it's like 80, 20, yeah. 80% your diet, whatever. Uh, yeah. Mm. All right. So it's almost time for us to go to bed. God, I love you. Thank you for doing this. Thanks for thanks for asking me to come down here. Um, can you before before we go, go to bed? Can you clean up the area so I can zoom down here and it looks not looks like we had a rager. Um, there are bourbon bottles everywhere. It looks like I'm just a drunk, doesn't it? I'm <laughs> kind of drunk right now. It does, but I do it's have the to old zoom. For, listen. If you guys want a bourbon recommendation, anything Old Forester. So when we did the podcast when we announced Harlan had autism, I drank uh-huh. Old Forester Statesman. Uh huh. Tonight I was drink. I got this as a gift from my good friend John Cannon. Um, this is Old Forester eighteen seventy original batch, ninety proof. Nice. Retails about forty five bucks. <laughs> if you're interested, if you're, that's in your price range. Looks it looks nice. I think you want a little snippet. Mm-mm. Um, alcohol before bed messes with your deep sleep. I'm trying to get my deep sleep. Done. Listen, I had deep sleep before we did this. I'll be up all night. Don't forget, go to getamazonmusic.com forward slash close enough. Four months if you get it by by Sunday. Okay. Um, yeah. Listen, we love you guys. Thanks for humoring us. If you're in Des Moines, Iowa. <laughs> or Columbus, Ohio. Yeah, no offense. We love you. Uh, until next week, go hang out. Be with your family. Stay safe and warm. Stay warm. Keep the ice away. Abigail, I love you so much. I love you. Toodaloo. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.